Hey everybody and welcome back to another episode of Tuesday Tips brought to you by the Hunt, Lift, Eat podcast. Today we got another great episode coming at you. Uh, we're all getting ready for our seasons and some of us are a little bit into the seasons already. So we wanted to touch on something that's basic, but I think the fundamentals of things that we shouldn't forget here. So we want to talk beginner archery and maybe you're looking to get into archery, you're using a crossbow, you want to use a compound or or maybe you just don't know where to start with archery hunting. Um, I know this weekend I took my wife to buy her first compound bow, so I was excited about that. And it got me thinking, let's get a beginner archery tip going. So I got some guys here, some boys that are going to talk to us about archery. And making our podcast debut tonight, we got Chadwick Strickland. What's going on, man? How are you? Oh, I'm doing pretty good, man. I, I appreciate y'all letting me jump on here with y'all. I'm definitely a beginner archer. <laughs> you post more archery on your Instagram than I think Hoyt does themselves. So I uh, and you shoot a Matthew, so it's even funnier when I say it that way. So <laughs> <laughs> excited to have you, man! Definitely for sure. Um, and then of course we got the one and only Scotty Eisen coming from us from the great state of Cali. What's going on, Scotty? What's up, boys? Happy to be back. Uh, talk some beginner archery from all the beginners, you know. So how can it get better than that, right? Yeah. So. I don't think any of us, like, all right, I'll speak for myself. I'm definitely no expert when it comes to bow hunting, but I can tell you the mistakes I've made and the mistakes that you don't want to make when you're actually going through this process again, kind of help we guide you through the process a little bit. So now that we got some tips and we got some guys that we're going to be talking to here, uh, Scott, do you want to kick us off with your, your tip for tonight? Yeah, definitely. Um, so myself as a beginner, uh, Archer, you know, this is probably my first real year archery hunting. Um, I, I was lucky enough. I did, I, I managed to shoot a pig a couple months ago, which was an amazing experience. I did it with my bow 20 yards, everything went perfectly. And, uh, but it was kind of the lead up and the preparation that kind of set me up for that opportunity. Um, and luckily, luckily enough for me, um, I kind of really started to get into wanting to bow hunt which I think most people do is just this urge that to get out there and try to do something different other than, you know, hunting with rifles, uh, cause it's just a, a different beast in itself. Um, but, uh, you know, my tip is find someone, you know, that's knowledgeable of, uh, the sport. Um, and luckily enough for me, I managed to link up with a guy who had a, a, a wealth of knowledge that was totally willing to help me out, get started, Um, and his main advice for me was, Hey, don't go out immediately and go buy a brand new Matthews, a brand new Hoyt, uh, bow. Um, if it's something that you want to do, and I think he's seen other people do this, go spend, you know, thousand dollars or more on a bow and the whole setup. Um, you know, he gave me a loaner bow that, um, I got kind of, you know, I got the weight adjusted for, and, and the, the, uh, um, all, all the distances set for myself. And, uh, he said, use this and, and play with it and see if it's something you, that you want to do. Um, and I did that and I, I did that for about a year, just kind of shooting out in the backyard, uh, you know, broke some arrows here and there, missed some targets trying to get th- set up, you know, because art, uh, you know, when you're shooting a bow, it, there's so many things that go into it. And I know, you know, here at hunt, lift, eat, we have, um, a lot of guys and gals that have just a wealth of knowledge, um, regarding bow hunting and spine weights and, uh, different broadheads. There's just so many, um, options out there. And I think when it gets down to that, um, 
you know, I, I just don't dive all that deep into it. I just kind of want to know the basics, what's going to get me getting on target. Um, and, uh, and, and then hopefully be able to translate that into the field. Um, but I'm still, I'm totally still learning and, uh, but I do love it. It's becoming a really big passion for me. I'm actually going to, uh, I'm going to try to shoot my deer in Colorado this year with my bow. It's during rifle season, but, um, you know, I'm going to make an effort to do it. And, uh, and after shooting that pig and, and a lot of the research and just kind of, you know, trying to learn from these guys on, on different social, social media platforms. Um, I feel like I definitely have the base knowledge to get out there and go do it. Um, but just, uh, you know, take it slow and easy and, um, and try to learn a little bit every day if you can. Um, there, again, there's just so much information out there nowadays that's just readily available for all of us. Um, and, uh, take advantage of that and, uh, don't expect to get out there and, and know everything and, 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 uh, and be able to, to just be a pro immediately. It's everything with hunting, with outdoors, with any sort of passion you have takes time to learn. And, um, and I would fall back, um, and rely on those guys and gals that, um, do have that knowledge base, uh, to help kind of guide you along the way. Cause we all need mentors in our life. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, I'm almost 40 years old. And so I'm still trying to pick up a new hobby and trying to learn from other guys and, um, and, uh, and, uh, with patience, you know, success can come. So that's my tip boys. Yeah, Scotty. And on the back of that, one thing I think that you said that stuck out to me is definitely get set up with one of your friends who knows more about it than you do and, and get that practice both for them, maybe something that they're handing down, but definitely go to a shop and get it set up <clears throat> for your draw length, for whatever poundage you feel comfortable with, because you're going to help yourself in the long run by not setting up bad habits when you start to establish a shop process by setting up the draw length for you off the rip. And it's something that, that will be more consistent throughout your shooting. Absolutely. And I, you know, luckily enough for me, I think everybody get out there and go do a little bit of research, find out what kind of archery shops are near you, you know, cause a lot of those shops have ranges there. They'll, they'll get, they'll, they'll get your draw length set up, get the poundage all set to where you feel comfortable. And then usually you can just walk into the next room and throw a couple arrows down range and kind of get a good feel. And then you leave there with this level of confidence knowing that, okay, I can go home. I can go into my backyard range and, and, you know, thump some targets or, you know, and with that, then that gives you even more confidence to get out in the field and, uh, and actually try to stick something. Yeah, without a doubt. That's great information. I wish when I was starting to hunt that I had a friend that compound that used a compound bow more and I could rely on him. And I start, I'll be honest, I started with a crossbow and I felt like an idiot using a crossbow. I didn't like, like using the crossbow. I had issues with it. And the only reason why I did that is because I didn't ask a friend or I didn't have somebody to say, Hey, you know, I need help picking out a compound bow. And then once I made the switch, I'm so glad I did, man. There's like nothing like it. And obviously it's a lot harder, but when you have the practice and the patience with it, I don't want to trade it for the world. So that's why when this weekend passed and Kayla said, Hey, you know, I really would love to learn how to shoot a bow. And it's like, like the angels come down with like halos. And you just get excited. You're like, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> Let's go buy a Hoyt. <laughs> <laughs> right, which which one did she end up getting? She got um, 
I don't know what it's called. It's like the it's like a youth bow. It's a Hoyt one that's like fully adjustable. But I figured it was listen. It was four hundred and fifty dollars, fully oh, loaded perfect. with everything that you needed to start. So I said for that price point, they just get out the door and shoot targets in the backyard. I was like, that's great, and it's fully adjustable. I mean, she's only got it set at like thirty three pounds right now, but still, you yeah. know, she just first time she ever shot a bow, and it's just cool that she's actually picking it up, trying to learn how to actually shoot that bow and. I'll be honest, the last couple of targets she's hit, she's fucking pretty much dead center. I'm like, God damn, like she's gonna be out shooting me eventually. That's awesome. That's how my wife is. We shoot in the backyard. She has a bear that she shoots with, and her poundage is a little bit lower too. But I mean, the other day I took her out. She's not shot all year. She doesn't. She'll shoot at the beginning of the season. I'll tell her, you you start grouping enough, we'll go. Um, because I don't want to take her out without her having that, you know, confidence that she can hit what she's aiming for. And she'll go out, man, and her group's just off the rip, just not just just sitting around for a year, not even shooting. I mean, it pisses me off sometimes. I'm not even gonna <laughs> lie, because because like you said, I shoot every day if I if I can, if not every other day. And sometimes she's just able to put it together. And some people have it like that. Some people are naturally gifted at it. I'm not one yeah. of those people. <laughs> yeah, I don't think any of us are that those kind of people. But you never know. Maybe maybe we are. And we just don't want to admit it. With that, what kind of tip do you got us for us tonight? Well, uh, I'm going to piggyback off of what Scotty said. So you got your bow, you got your hand-me-down bow, you've you've went to your archery shop, you've made sure your draw link's good, you're comfortable with the poundage that's on there, and you're ready to go home to your backyard and lose a couple arrows. So I think the first thing that most people need to work on is their shot process. Um, that's why you see a lot of people, their, their groupings will look good one minute and then it won't look good another minute. Well, you have to get consistent before your shot gets consistent. So, um, watch a couple Chris B videos, watch a couple John Dudley videos. We don't obviously have time to break it all completely down right now, but those are two guys that you can go on there and they can give you the tips on how to draw back safely. That's going to save your shoulder over time, where to find your anchor point, find an anchor point that is recognizable every time you're on it. Like my jawline here on the inside of my thumb and my index finger, that's that's where mine's at. Um, line your peep up. I mean, what everybody's shot process is different. Some people line their their target up through their peep and then put their anchor in. Some people do it the opposite way and pick their bow up a little bit to it. Um, but whatever that shot process is going to be, figure it out and then practice it tirelessly. You hear comedians say that they tell jokes so many times that they're not funny to them anymore and they literally hate going up on stage and telling the same joke. Well, I hate drawing my bow back because even as much as I shoot and as much as I've worked on my shot process, I'm still like this. I'm still shaking. So so practice that shot process and get that down. Then start slinging some arrows. Then once you're confident, start shooting long range because once you start learning to shoot at 60, or even 70 yards, even if you're not grouping perfectly, that 20 yards is going to look a lot smaller. And for most of us, that's the range that we're going to be shooting at whenever we're hunting in a real situation. Yeah, absolutely. I I got Kayla set up at five yards, and then I was like, just just wait. Just just wait till you get a little further away. Mm-hmm. But it's exactly true how small that target gets when you uh, move it back down to there. That's good stuff, man. And I, I like that uh, we're all kind of on the same page with what we're saying here, too. And, and uh, yeah, Scotty, what do you got, man? Yeah, I mean, I, I that, that's great advice, Chadwick. Uh, you know, the more you get that routine set up with any type of shooting, but with, with you know, your, your routine, your process, um, the more 
muscle memory is built, you know, and then once you do get put into a position in the field where, you know, it's go time, you know, there's a buck or a pig or whatever walking into your site. Um, it's just, you just kind of kick that in and it becomes muscle memory. And I, I'm only saying that from advice or from uh, my own experience, because man, I barely even remember. I mean, I remember, but everything happened so fast. And it was just like, before I knew it, I was already drawn back and, and I'm looking through my peep, I'm lined up and, and, you know, with any type of shooting, you know, the release of the arrow or, you know, or the, or your rifle, you know, it should kind of, you know, you should be relaxed enough. It should kind of surprise you in a way when it goes off. So you're not anticipating the shot. And that's exactly what happened to me. Um, and everything just went so fast and I just kind of fell back on all the, all the, um, the practice I had been doing and it just worked out like clockwork, you know, and, uh, and I got lucky, but, um, definitely having that, that routine is, uh, it, it is, is probably one of the most important parts. Yeah. Just like anything we do routine is key right there, right? Just keep doing the same as that things. Yeah. And I, and, and like you said, I, I do not remember exactly how I got to full draw the first deer I've ever shot. I don't remember how I got to full draw the last deer that I shot. Um, yeah. but I know that this year I have practiced more on shot process than I ever have, mainly because I did get a new bow two to three months before the season started, which I don't recommend. Um, <laughs> so, so I've, I've learned that, that throughout that shot process, even, even if it's the same draw length, same poundage, a different bow, different axle axle, it's going to have a different riser length. Your shot process is going to change a little bit. You might feel better lining you're shot up through your peep and then anchor and then dropping your front elbow instead of already being relaxed when you pull back and you get set. So, um, I've spent more time this year lining up a shot process and I have it all. So we'll see how it pays off. I guess, uh, I haven't drawn on anything yet, let a lot of stuff walk, but, uh, I'm excited to see that pay off and, um, keep building on it. Honestly. Yeah. What boat did you get that you're shooting now? Uh, I got, so, so we'll, we'll rewind real quick. So I started off with a Hoyt. <laughs> I got a Hoyt. My very first bow, I got it from somebody. It was a used bow. Bought a used Matthews and fell in love with it. And then I had a Triax I shot for two or three years. Great bow, but it, that shorter axle to axle was not forgiving. And the shorter riser length on that bow is not forgiving at longer shots and even closer shots if your shot process, once again, is not consistent. So I got the Matthews V3X. I got the 29 for the average size guy, a uh, 28 and a half inch draw length, I feel like it's money. I feel like it's spot on. It just fits perfectly. And they actually were able to make the riser a little bit longer this year with the way the cams are designed. So it's forgiving. Um, and I just feel like it's the perfect size. And I, I hunt inside of a blind a lot. I don't climb very often. So I feel like it, it's, it's set up just right for what I'm using it for. That's great. Scotty, what are you shooting, man? I'm shooting an old uh, Bowtech and, you know, don't ask me on the specs on it. I want to say like maybe 28 inches. Uh, does that sound right? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's worked great. And and the cool thing about that bow is it's killed a lot of animals. I've only, I only have one mark on it, but um, just knowing that this bow operates, you know, effectively and that it, you know, it works, you know, it, you know, helped me out and kind of want to kind of maintain that uh, through my own hunting. Um, but, uh, no, it's a great bow. It's pretty compact and, and, and fairly light and, uh, it's perfect for me for sure. That's great. So 
that's a perfect segue into my tip, which is going to be if you're going to a bow shop, you're 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 finally saying, hey, you know what? I want to get out there and I want to I want to learn how to shoot a bow. Here it <laughs> comes. I think the first step that you're going to need to do is close them damn eyes and don't look at the brand. That is the number one tip that I can give anybody. Even though I'm wearing my Hoyt hat and I turned it around just to say this, I will say that shoot what is comfortable to you. Do not listen to everybody saying, oh, it's Matthews. Oh, it's Hoyt. Oh, it's 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 PSE. It's, oh, it's Bowtech. Just go there with an open mind. Don't even ask them what the brand is. If you don't know it by looking at it, then shoot away. Take a couple shots because you, you'll be surprised and you'll say, hey, you know what? That bow felt the best to me then that's the one you want to go home with. It's not the brand that's on that that bow itself. That brand is not going to help you shoot uh, anything bigger than what's walking in front of you. That's for sure. I think that's a great tip, Bobby. And, you know, um, my brother, he wants to go buy a pistol, right? And he's like, what kind of pistol should I get? And I'm not like, uh, you know, I don't know all the latest, greatest pistols out there nowadays and stuff. But from my own experience, I just told him, you know what? We got to go there. You got to get it in your hand. You got to feel what fits in your hand. You got to you know, you know, get a feel for you know what the trigger pull is or whatever and, and, and get the one that feels best for you that you're the most comfortable with. And I think Bobby, I think that's a great tip uh, to get out there and, you know, try some different bows uh, and see what, what fits best in your hand for your body type. And, you know uh, you know, if you do close your eyes and you shoot three bows, you know, and then, you know, you'd probably get a pretty good feel of what all the differences are between all three. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's one of those things where we all do it, where we fixate on the name brand behind the stuff, where it's Sitka or Kuyu or whatever it might be. And we forget that it's not all about the name that you're wearing or the name that you're shooting. It's the, it's the stuff that you feel comfortable with. I mean, you can wear Walmart camo and that deer's not going to be like, whoa, guy, you're wearing Walmart camo. I am not going to walk <laughs> in front of your fucking tree stand. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's what I always say that to everybody that's, that asks me like, hey, man, you know, I'm thinking about getting this. Well, are you sure that this is what you want? Like, did you shoot other things? In my case, the wife got a Hoyt for the mere fact of it was $450 and was fully adjustable. They had it in stock. We went home with it. So that was that was the, the main selling point on that one. Yeah, it's a but no-brainer. I, yeah. yeah I and, mean, then, and then at the end of the day, just pick the one that they have your favorite color in. I mean, yeah. <laughs> see how that goes. No, yeah. no I mean, you, you definitely um, – you know, there, there's a want, I know, I know because I, I've shot so many used bows and stuff that you want to feel like these guys who, who make these product reviews every year, the new bow comes mm-hmm. out and walk in and just don't think about the money, don't think about the tag and run it the way you want to. And let me tell you, I did that this year for the first time ever. And it's scary when you walk <laughs> out of there and you oh, have yeah. to, and you have to make a lot of promises with your wife and your spouse and tell them, <laughs> um, things that they're going to be allowed to buy up until Christmas time. And, and, but no, it's, it's uh completely 100%. Um, you guys are both right. What, what feels good to you? There's a lot of bows that are just now hitting the market. Like prime is making an amazing bow. Uh, one of the seek one guys, Jay Maxwell just switched to prime and, uh, he's having success with it. And mm-hmm. PSE wasn't that hot for a long time. And now that Dudley's shooting for them, I mean, that levitate, they got out sick. So, I mean, you literally, like you said, you got to go in there. You got to draw the bow back. You got to make some shots and just feel at the end of the day what fits best for you. 
Yeah. Yep. And, and then, and sorry, and then after you go buy your bow, just go tell your wife that it was four hundred fifty bucks. It was all adjustable. It was everything <laughs> that Bobby said. And then you're you're in you're in good codes right there. Eat the price tag from the first used bow you ever buy. <laughs> you don't yeah. see. It's, yeah. it's actually really funny you say that, Scotty, because when she, when the guy said, "Oh, it's four fifty, I was like, "Wow, that's really cheap." She looked at me and goes, "I thought that's how much you spent on your bow." Uh-oh. And I, my face just <laughs> went down because I realized I was caught. <laughs> and the guy that we're buying the bow from, and he goes, "Oh, Bobby's bow that was like twenty five hundred dollars out the oh, door." Right, and yeah. I, I knew right there. I was <laughs> like, I'm, "I'm fucked. I'm fucked." I'm like now, I got to buy the bow. What are you? But, what are you shooting, Bobby? You shooting the Ventum? I'm shooting the Ventum, and it's funny that I I. I shot a lot of arrows through two different Hoyts, the Ventum and their carbon model, uh, which is the RX-7, I think it was, or RX-5, whatever model yeah. it was. And I preferred the Ventum Pro every time. And I don't, and everyone's like, that's weird. You know, some guys really like the, you know, the the carbon fiber stuff and all that, that jazz, and it, it, it doesn't get colder in your hand, whatever. I, I preferred the aluminum and the Ventum Pro was so smooth to me and it was just one of those things where I was just like, no, but there's no reason to pay for the bigger price tag when I can get the one a little bit cheaper and I'm shooting way better with it. Yeah, the carbon is definitely what drives the price on that. But once you mac it out and once you add a five, six hour quiver, and I mean everything that you're going to put on it, the weight's not going to be that much difference. But I will say I am a Hoyt guy. I mean, a, a Matthews guy, but I will. I, I could go out there tomorrow with the RX-7 and be just as happy. I mean, I love Hoyt as well. Um, it's just this Don't year. Worry, I'll, I'll edit that part out where you said you're a Matthews guy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get that edited proper for you. Don't worry on that I one. Sh- I should have worn my Matthews hat. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. No one can see us through here. We're good. I'll make her. Maybe I'll make her real with uh, the Hoyt hat on. Well, that's good stuff, guys. I feel like we really made some headway, and hopefully, somebody can get some tips out of this. And if they're looking to get their first bow, and then they can say, hey, you know what? These are the things that I need to really focus on for my first things to buy that bow and get myself out the, outside shooting a bow because that's what it's all about, right? Like, who cares what you're shooting? Get outside and shoot the bow. That's what matters the most. So with that, I think we can definitely get another tips episode out of this. We'll have to uh, spoil into that, you know, at a later date. And uh, real quick, I just want to say, October. I don't know when this one's going to air, but October 15th is our new fall line drop. So be on the app. Look out for the new fall line drop. There's a couple good things coming up with that. We got um, some blaze orange hats coming out for pheasant season, for shotgun season. We got some really cool stuff. Um, so make sure you're following the Hunt Lift Eat official Instagram page so you can see the spoilers coming out through there. And also, we have a fitness challenge coming up. So make sure that you are definitely following the uh, Hunt Lift Eat official Instagram page to get some more details once we get that released for you guys. Um, Sky, where can people find you on Instagram, man? Yeah, everybody can find me on Instagram at uh, the Skull Keeper, the underscore Skull underscore Keeper. You find me out there, out there hunting and doing what I do, doing what we all try to do, right? But uh, no, great episode, boys. It was all good. Um, be patient out there and and dive in where you can and and trust the process. Hell yeah, Chadwick, man. How about you? Where can we people uh, find you on Instagram? Uh, y'all can find me at Chad Wicks. That's without a K. It's just C-H-A-D-W-I-C-S. And no, I appreciate it, guys. Um, go check out my stuff. It's mainly shooting the bow and trying to work out a little bit. Uh, it's good to get hot and sweaty when you're learning how to hunt because usually you're hot and sweaty <laughs> when you're hunting. So 
uh, I appreciate it, guys, and and honestly, I hope this helps somebody out. Absolutely. Well, we appreciate the hell out of you listeners. And as always, go follow the Hunt, Lift, Eat official Instagram account and the Hunt, Lift, Eat podcast page. And we'll catch you on the next one.